Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John Harvey. I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast on a dark and gloomy Thursday afternoon, literally here in the great state of Utah. Um, Before I uh, get going with my rant today, I just want to thank everybody who joins, join in every day and listen, well, twice a week and listen to my podcast. Um, It's growing expeditiously. And I'm, you know, contemplating a few things, you know, I'm going to come out with a product line that I'm working on now, shirts, hats, um, and a few other things. So stay tuned, check out my Facebook. You will shortly see merchandise on the Facebook page um, and my story and my news feed. So stay tuned for that. And let's talk about what's really going on in this crazy ass world. Um, for those of you that are following the Cal uh, Rittenhouse um, trial, we know what's going to happen in a few days. This is just my best estimate, or I should say guesstimate. He should be acquitted by all means, you know, when the videos and the photos and the drum footage showing that the kid was truly truly defending himself. It doesn't fit the narrative for some people. If you haven't been watching the trial, this prosecutor is a piece of work. This guy is looking to run for public office. He is trying to make his name off this 17-year-old kid who would be absolutely innocent in the real world. And if it wasn't in such of a blue state, such as uh, Idiotville. Um, all I can say, folks, get ready. It's time to hear the racism. It's time to hear the propaganda. It's time to hear the lies. And what's so crazy about all of this, we Black Americans, because let me tell you, they're going to... St- try to push it so the black Americans will retaliate and have another race riot because that's all it is. It's not an economic riot. It's a race riot where certain elements of the black culture will try to use it to, as we say in in the black world, come up on this unfortunate situation. And what I mean by coming up is There will be elements of the black community that will bite into this narrative that this is something racial when actually it is not racially motivated at all. It wasn't made. The shooting was not racially motivated at all as well. It was about self-defense. That's what motivated. Hell, you come and hit me with the rock or you hit me with the skateboard. I'm going to shoot you, too. And I don't care what color you are, because it's your intent that got you in trouble, not the color of your skin. But that will not play out that way, I promise you, once the verdict comes down. The verdict will come down, most likely, I think personally, it's a 50-50. Because the problem in this particular situation is that you have the media the mob standing outside the courtroom and the jurors can hear 
if you do not, if you, how do I say, if you acquit, we're going to tear up this town. They can hear that. And see, and that's the same thing that happened in the Derek Chauvin murder trial. Black Lives Matter had already put it out there. If you do not find that man guilty, we would tear this town like you we would tear this town up like you've never seen before. And that's what's going on in Kenosha. The exact same playbook. Put fear in the jury. Let them know if you do the anything other than guilty, all hell is going to break loose. Now, what's ironic about this, there's no blacks involved. There's no black victims in this. And for those of you that may be going, hmm, watch the trial. Three white guys, three white kids. One was a pedophile. Personally, no love lost there. As a matter of fact, that kid should be getting a a medal. So, but once again, the media is trying to use this to start some more BS. And most likely, it will. Most likely, it will. Because if he's found guilty, there are those that are still going to use it and talk about how the judge seems to be biased, patriot biased, as if that's a sin, because the judge's um, ringtone on his phone was patriotic. Because Kyle Rittenhouse was participating in something that he shouldn't have been there, according to the media. And the reason why he was there is because, and among others, was because they defunded the police in that town. The police was not doing their job. And this is all in reference to the Blake shooting that was already going on. The rioting that had partake was partaking because of the Blake shooting. So they were just doing the job of the police, protecting personal property. You know, so but you don't get that from the media. You don't get you don't get quite that story. You get a story of this some young kid walking down the street. All of a sudden he just started shooting people for the pure hell of it because he was a patriot. Or he was supporting his community. How about this? Helping out his community. For some reason nowadays, that's not a good thing to protect your community. But it's even worse if you use a gun to protect your community. I guess they want us to go back and sticks, go back to sticks and stones. Well, that's not going to happen. You know, the forefathers of this country didn't say we had the right to bear sticks and stones. They said we have the right to bear firearms. 
firearms to protect ourselves, our family, and our personal property. And the part that the media don't want you to hear from the federal government. An overly aggressive federal government is what we have right now. Way too aggressive. Asking for you to do things that you should never have to do. Kyle Rittenhouse is going to be the first powder keg for 2021. Watch this, people. It's going one way or another. They're not going to let a critical situation go to waste. They're not. And then you have the other trial of the Albury trial. That's where the black guy was running through the neighborhood. Three white guys followed him. One white guy shot him. All three guys are being indicted for the murder. Now, if that one goes south and he gets acquitted, which I really don't see that happening. But I tell you this, up until the time he gets found guilty or not guilty, the press will make it look as if it's such a racial thing. The division will have started long before the verdict ever came down. They'll get you seasoned up. They'll get your blood boiling. It's boiling so much until it gets you to the point where you can't wait to see what the verdict is going to be in the Arbery trial. And once they get you built up where where you're about to pop like a pressure cooker, and then when the verdict come out, they know people are ready to tear shit up. And that's how they work. They don't know what's going to happen in the Rittenhouse case, but they're building it up. They're building it up. It's not like these people just the day before the trial started talking about this trial. No, the media has been talking about the day of the shooting back in May of last year. Rittenhouse has been a dysfunctional kid who was a racist, by the way, according to the media. From day one. Because anything that stands for freedom. Anything that resembles freedom. You've got to be a racist. See, they don't like us because. We like to take control of our own lives. There are people who believe that the government should control our lives because they can't control their own. Well, not going to happen. It's not going to happen for the most of us. Even those that are Democrats. Democrats are waking up. The racism crap, they're done. They're over that. A lot of them are over it. But that's why you see so many Democrats taking the red pill. I want them to overdose on the red pill. I want them to see what... We see when we see it. Not a hypothesis, hypothesis, not hyperbole. We see what we see and we believe in what we see. Not necessarily what everybody tells us, because there's a big difference. I have this thing where I believe nothing that somebody tell me, but I'll believe what you show me. And the Democrats are quite the opposite. Don't worry about the visuals. 
Just believe me when I tell you something. Because we are the ones, we know everything. When we say there's racism in this country, believe us, there's racism in this country. And in actuality, it's what's crazy is the people that's telling you there's racism in this country are the same damn people who created the infrastructure for racism in this country. That's what's that's what's amazing. That amazes me. How is it black Americans really drink that damn Kool-Aid of the Republican parties are a bunch of racists because we're patriots. We're a bunch of racists. But every time we fight a battle, we fight a battle for everybody that flies and live under the American flag, including Democrats, including libertarians, including Muslims, including Catholics, including Mormons, including Jews. See, the Democrats are the best con organization I've ever seen in my life. They're the only people that I know can destroy a culture by slavery and blame it on somebody else. And they get the victims to believe it was everybody else who done it but the Democrats. That's amazing to me. That should be the world's greatest con in this country. And the reason why we're speaking on racism today, because I know it's coming back. Because if you know politics, one thing that is always characteristic of the Democrats every two to four years, racism. It is always going to be racism if people don't wake the hell up and realize it is a tool to get your vote. Your vote. It is a tool to make you feel like a victim and the racist ass Democrats who started the racial infrastructure pre 1865 are the one that's telling you, we got your back, Black America. We got your back. They don't tell you that it was in 1863, Republicans voted to free. The black community well, in slavery. They don't tell you that. Tell them to tell you about history. Well, let's not even talk about the lies about COVID and all the other experiments they've done on blacks. Why don't somebody ask a Democrat, tell me about your history? Because you don't listen to us when we tell you. You don't want to believe us as if we need to lie about it. The only people that need to lie about it are the ones that are trying to cover it up. We don't need to lie about it. Republicans don't need to lie about it. We know the history. We don't have anything to hide. We're proud of what happened in 1863. We're proud of what happened in, 18, in 1964, the Civil Rights Bill. Yes, Republicans voted and passed the Civil Rights Bill by percentage but most people don't know that. I'm so sick and tired of Democrats telling us who the racists are. So sick and freaking tired of it. And then they use every year, every two to four years, I should correct myself, to get votes. Is it any wonder this is for Democrats who know no better. For you Democrats that 
live in blue states such as California, New York, Michigan, Chicago, so forth and so on, why do you guys have the worst crime rate in the country? Chicago, New Orleans, Baltimore, Michigan. Tell me, why do you have the worst crime rate rates in the country? Oregon. Because it's Democrats. And in, in every freaking city that the blue state, let me change this. In every city where there's a population of blacks in that blue city, they are the ones that are creating the highest crime rate in the blue states. And that's per capita per city. Let me put that in there for clarification. Why is that? Because all the blue states tell blacks that they are victim. They are victim. That's why you see black on black killings in these blue states so high. You don't see that in Utah. You don't see that in Texas for the most part. Yes, some parts of Texas can be rough. You don't see that in Florida as much. You don't see that in Wyoming and South Dakota, even though there's three of them there per state. But it's only in the blue states where blacks are told they're victims. And you need to be on the system. We got your back. I'm so sick and tired of this crap. And being a conservative who who happens to be black, you know it's coming. And the thing is, black America cannot figure this out. And it blows my mind as why, too, they cannot figure this out. I don't know if they like the fact that feeling a victim makes them feel, I don't know, a victim. Because it doesn't make you feel like an entrepreneur. It doesn't make you feel like a businessman. It doesn't make you feel like you're successful. It doesn't make you feel like you're a great father and you're doing your job. Because you know why? Because none of that is happening in the blue cities and the blue states. That's not happening in the blue state. What you got are people that are calling every white man and woman a racist because some white politician who's telling some black politician to tell the black constituents that they're victims. Do I think racism exists? I do think it exists. And it's in the Democratic Party. Because they're the only one that use race to their advantage. Republicans are too damn weak. They're worried about getting their collars wrinkled. They're worried about somebody saying, hey, them Republicans are sure racist. Even though they freed the slaves. Even though they voted for civil rights. But what you don't hear Democrats saying is simply this. I don't like Democrats because they used to own slaves. I don't like Democrats because they founded the Ku Klux Klan. 
I don't like the Klu- the uh, Democrat Party because they believe in eugenics. They believe in abortion. They implemented a crime bill that imprisoned more black men than any other bill, and mostly because of Joe Biden. See, that's the conversation people need to be having with black America. That's what the media needs to be telling black America. That's the part of the history they need to tell. But they don't like the history because it gives them a black eye. They tell you to go tear down all the racist statues. But here's something for you, black America. A lot of the racist statues that you're tearing down, it's a lot of these damn Democrats' ancestors. But I bet you they won't tell you that. They'll tell you to go tear it down because the reason why they tell you to tell you to go tear it down, because when you tear down the history, you actually keep their history in the dark. So when you lie, well, when they lie about what really happened in history. The only truth you're going to have. Is their truth. Is their truth. I'm sick and tired of their truth. I want the real truth to be put out there. You know, every time I try to put the truth out there or every time I try to implement something about racism on Facebook, guess what? It gets shut down. People don't see it. Only a select few gets to see it. Or if they get to see it, they're not allowed to share it. When I put something on Facebook that has a lot of truth to it, It gets buried in the algorithms. They buried a lot of important content. Now, I'm a black man trying to teach my own race something, but Facebook seems to think they need to monitor what I post on my Facebook page so other African-Americans and white Americans can learn the true history. That's what I call crazy. That's almost like the fox guarding the hen house. But anyway, I'm coming up to a break. And uh, when I come back, we'll, we'll um, continue this conversation. Because uh, today, I'm a little bit ticked off about racism. I'm sick of it. I'm getting so tired of it because I know it's coming up very shortly. I know, I know in a few days, some bad things may happen around the country. And what the, you know what the sad part of it is? There's a lot of sheep that would follow the destruction in every state, including this state. My name is John Harvey, and I'll see you on the other side on the Modern Conservative Podcast.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And as I say always, yep, I said it, boys and girls. Not no the, they, them, and all that other crap doesn't work for me. I live in the real world, not the he, she world. Um, somebody asked me the other day, if I was to run for office, they asked me, what would you say? What would be your slogan? I said, simple this. People, a lot of you are not going to like me. If you're black and you're LGB, AYZ, whatever you want to call it, you may not like me because I have a philosophy. You don't get anything more than any other American when it comes to your rights. We all start out on the same playing field when we're born. I'm not the kind of guy that's going to change it just to justify one form of lifestyle or another race. It's going to be strictly by the Constitution. I truly believe that, yes, the Constitution is an old document. I'll give you that. It is an old docket. But I will tell you that that docket has gotten us a long 250 years down the road. That document has created a lot of rights or protected a lot of rights for a lot of people. But I do not believe that because you're a certain race and you think you're disadvantaged for being black or you think you're disadvantaged for being gay, we need to change it. Because you see, the, the Constitution doesn't have anything in it that says if you're black, you should be treated otherwise per the Constitution because you're a victim. And it doesn't say that, and it says nothing about that for the gay or those with a different lifestyle or a different religion. See, what it does say, whatever your religion is, it is protected. But it does not say your lifestyle is protected or your color is protected or victim status is protected. Therefore, we need to do something special for you. So if I was to run for office, expect to hear that. Because I truly believe we're all created equal. I give the analogy, basketball game. The goal was 10 feet tall. Spud Webb's five foot eight, I think. Michael Jordan, six, 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 seven. Michael Jordan conducted the ball from the free throw line. So do you think they lowered a goal for Spud Webb? Nope. You think they moved the free throw line closer for Spud Webb? Nope. If you want to achieve greatness, you do it like everybody else does it. That's what the Constitution is about, equality. We do not lower the bar for one race or one lifestyle or one gender, WNBA. Yet the ball's a little bit different, smaller, because women have smaller hands. I get that. But they still have to shoot in a 10-foot goal. If they want to dunk, 
they still have to figure out how to dunk when you're still playing in a man's height as far as the goal. That's equality. When you can figure out as a woman to do what a man could do, that should make you smile. That should tell you we're not that different. Yes, we may be stronger, but doesn't mean we're smarter. We may be taller, but it doesn't mean it's bad to be short as a woman. So none of us are all equal, and one and we all have our differences. But the goal should never be lowered for any of us unless there is a physical issue and you know you can't achieve that greatness or that achievement because that's why we do have alternatives for situations such as those. But by no means do I think anybody should be treated um, unequally in this country. We all need water to live, food to live, and God to take care of us. So enough of that preaching. Let's get back to what we're talking about. And that is simply racism. You know, Brian, my audio guy, and I were talking just a minute ago and uh, about uh, what happens if uh, Kyle Rittenhouse is found not guilty. That kid probably going to have a hard life at least for a little while. We were making the optimization, and Brian had mentioned to me, you know, the possibility of people trying to put a contract out on like Antifa or Black Lives Matter. Now, here's the crazy thing about this whole Black Lives Matter thing. If Black Lives Matter get involved with this, then that will tell you they are 100% a fraud. Because there are no black lives in this. Death was dealt by a 17-year-old white kid onto three Caucasians. One survived, two died. So once you start to see Black Lives Matter, if they get involved in this issue, you have to start to think to yourself, why are they involved? I mean, the whole premise of Black Lives Matter is because Black lives are supposed to be more valuable than white lives. So why would they worry about a white life? Well, I'll tell you. It's about money. It's about staring up the chaos. Because what they're going to say, the court systems are, are unfair. Wait a minute, but there's no blacks in this trial to say, that Blacks got a bad shake in this deal. So that being said, why would Black Lives Matter be involved? The same reason the media is involved, staring up crap. They're paid. They're paid. Anytime people people are spreading evil, they have a benefit. Trust me, it's not altruistic. They have a benefit 
they're receiving something to do what they're doing. Because literally, there's no reason for Black Lives, Lives, Black Lives Matter to be involved in the Cal Rittinghouse case. Now, the Arbery case, you bet your sweet ass they're going to be involved in that one. You better believe it. If those three white dudes get off, they're going to tear that town up like you've never seen a town torn up before. That, I promise you. Media will be hyping that up, staring crap up, getting people into their emotions and their feelings on anger status for 24-7. You won't hear anything that's going on in the rest of the country. You'll hear about the Arbery case. you hear about COVID. you hear about the great things Joe Biden does, such as creating more Republicans. You know, I will give Joe credit. I will give him that credit. The man has created more Democrats than any other president, probably in history. So I will thank him for that. Now, if he can get the hell out of office, I'll be that much happier and take that rag bag with him. But back to Rittenhouse. Um, I'm just afraid that kids are going to have a hard time. And somebody will probably try to take him out. That's just my thinking. Because. Too many people are going to feel that he got away with murder. And the system, and you're going to have the news telling you that he got away with murder. Guys like Don Lemon or George Behar or Opry, the Halloween whoopee. You're going to have these people pushing the agenda. You won't have the liberals such as like Bill Maher, who I like at times, who says things that actually gets him in trouble with with the left. But I just think given that we have, you know, about 12 months for the next election, They will start coming out of the woodwork with a bunch of racist crap, a bunch of COVID crap. You know, that's going to be the next 12 months. Right now, it's going to be the race card. Next, it'll be the COVID card. Now, I know most of you are like me and you're tired of it and you're over it. But they won't let us be completely over it. Even though the Fifth Circuit Court, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal says that they permanently stayed Joe Biden's mandate, they're still going to try to push it. At least the federal government is going to try to push it. The states, not so much. You know, the local businesses, not so much. The corporation, not so much. For them, it becomes a matter of lawsuits now. The courts have said that, hey, it's 100% against 
the Constitution. It invades it invades on your civil rights, and they can't do it. But people in the federal government, I don't know how the feds can get away with it because you know when the the court says it's unconstitutional to force you to choose between your job and getting a shot, your job that feeds your family, a shot that's experimental. How is that constitutional, even if you work in the federal government? Because last time I checked, the Constitution and the Second Amendment was to protect ourselves from the federal government. So my question is this, and if you work for the federal government, do you give up your rights to work, your constitutional right, when you become an employee of the federal government? Now, the military is a little bit different. But a civilian, an employee, a mail carrier, the TSA, or, you know, air traffic controllers, how is it that they have to give up their constitutional rights to work up with the federal government? I beg to say it doesn't exist. There's no such thing that they have to give it up. So I don't understand why federal employees can be mandated to take the vaccine to maintain their job. Now, I know this, there's uh, court cases out there right now filed against the federal government. Hopefully we hear something soon. But the problem is a lot of the deadlines are coming down really quick for the feds. The 27th and the 4th of January, the 26th of December. <clears throat> you know, something's got to happen. Something's got to happen, you know, because if 25% of the population that works for the federal government was to leave the federal government, do you know how much chaos that would be in this country? Luckily, you got your postal workers. <laughs> God only would have could hope that the Congress shut down, the White House shut down. As a matter of fact, get rid of that entire staff. But the thing is, they're protected. They don't have to take the, they don't have to take the vaccine. I saw a video where I had seen a video where Joe Biden had stated that, you know, it was about the hurricane. He said, you know, in part of hurricane recovery, you got to get the vaccine. That's typical Joe Biden. That's typical Joe Biden. How about if you want to get the economy, economy to return to normal Joe Biden, quit excluding people from the mandate. Quit excluding the FDA, the CDC, Pfizer, Moderna, J&J. Quit excluding the Congress and the White House. Quit excluding over a million Chinese students. Quit excluding illegal aliens. Quit excluding people. I'm so sick and tired of hearing your people talk about how you're excluding people. No, you're not excluding people. You're protecting people from the damn shot. And that's another one of those things where I don't understand why people do not get that. I literally had somebody say to me, 
They're not saying that. They're not excluded. And I have to say to them, you're a freaking idiot. You see, for me, part of this is educating people about the vaccine and the side effects of the vaccine and how unhealthy the vaccine can be in a lot of cases, which it has been in certain parts of the country that are not getting reported, just like the protest you hear in New York City against the vaccine mandate. You do not see on TV thousands of people protesting in New York City. I bet you most of you in however many states and how many countries that are listening to me right now, I bet you most of you have not seen the protest in New York City. Because there's only one way that you would know about it if you didn't live in New York, and that's the media. And if the media doesn't tell you, in your mind, you think it doesn't exist. You know, I can tell you, I can't even tell you how many times somebody told me that I haven't seen nothing on the news. Then I would reply, I said, I would say something like, have you ever seen a million dollars before? And they would say no. But then I would reply, but you know it exists, don't you? So you don't have to see it to know it exists. Sometimes you have to take other people's word for it. And when you have a large number of people that are protesting some something like the vaccine, you most likely think that uh, they don't want the vaccine because they're Trump lovers. In your mind, that's how you think. Your mind isn't, well, it should be your choice, buddy. That's not how the left thinks. They think, if I had to do it, you should have to do it. Well, it was your sheepish ways that caused you to get the shot. It was your fear over knowledge that allowed you or made you get the shot. So don't come at us for something you done. Because I've often said many, many times on air, if you want to get the shot, have at it. Tear it up. Your body is your temple, not my problem. I support you if you want to get the shot. Were you getting the pushback from us is when you expect us to get it. When I wake up in the morning, I put my shoes on by myself. I am the only one wearing my pants, my shoes, my shirt, and my character. It's all mine. I do me. And it's okay for you to do you. We don't care. But we are still going to educate people on what we know. 
No, none of us walk around here thinking we're rocket scientists. None of us walk around here thinking that we're medical scholars. But I do have the capability of discerning what's truthful and what's fact with a little bit of common sense and a little bit of reading and a little bit of research. It's amazing to me when people walk around this country thinking that those damn Trump lovers don't know what they're talking about. Well, here's something for you, people. Is there something wrong with us trying to save lives? Is there something wrong with us taking what we know and what we've learned from other countries that you do not hear here in the United States and educating people with that knowledge? Is there anything wrong with that? Does it affect you as a vaccinated individual? I mean, I yield to the caution of life more so than death. See, that's the difference. See, when you take a shot, you win the possibility of death route, side effect route. See, I don't have to worry about that. With all the craziness in the world that's going on today that affect my personal life, my business life, one thing I don't have to worry about is when will I get sick or if I'll get sick from taking a vaccine. See, that's that little bit of freedom that we have that we exercise by being People for choice. We're no different from anybody else. We don't think our immune system is any better than anybody else. But we know we have choices. And some of us like to exhibit and use our own choice. No, you got the government pushing this vaccine so hard. But why aren't they pushing drugs? I mean, vaccines, polio, smallpox. Ebola, or anything that's been more detriment to the human life, those vaccines they're not pushing. I will tell you this I am the experiment. And that experiment is simply this I haven't got vaccinated, I'm still walking upright. I'm not worried about getting COVID because I'm more likely to get hit by a car than catch COVID. Well, hit, catch COVID and die, I should say. There's certain factors in my life that I use personally to justify why I don't get the shot. Not to mention, I'm nobody's guinea pig. See, I'm a black man like many blacks in this country who, who refuses to get the shots. You know, the CNN or MSNBC and those channels will tell you, hey, 28% of African Americans are vaccinated. Good job. You guys don't hear what they really said. What they really told you was 72% of all African Americans are not getting the shots. 63% of all Hispanics are not getting the shots. That's the part where they don't tell you. They don't tell you that way because your mind thinks is. Well, oh, it's only 28%. That's pretty good. So 
Just think about that. Leave us the hell alone. That's all we say. Leave us the hell alone. Let's go back to normal. Let's enjoy our country as, as citizens and patriots. And you could be a Democrat as well. But when it comes to the vaccine, stay away from it. If you want to get the shot, get it. If I don't want to get a shot, support me if I don't want to get a shot. Because I'll support your right to have the shot. Once again, my name is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Service Podcast. We'll check it out until next time. Good night.